Please note the tags and any trigger warnings in the podcast information below before listening to this episode. If there's anything you don't like the sound of, then just feel free to come back next time. Hey guys, welcome back to Writing is Hard, the podcast all about writing, specifically fanfic writing, but this could probably be applied to other forms of writing as well. This week I'm joined again by the lovely Syra. Hello! So my last episode with Syra, we talked all about the difference between constructive criticism and criticism and how to give that. And this week we are going to talk about the same topic, but we're going to talk about how to receive it. So there's nothing worse as a writer than when you open up your ask box or your messages and you see something that is negative in some form towards your writing. And it's quite a touchy subject but we've made some notes and we've had a little chat about this beforehand and hopefully we can just talk about it and talk you through how best to deal with those kind of comments. So how do we approach criticism as writers? I would say on the whole we approach it badly. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna sting. It you is. Should, like everyone should know that. Like, yeah. if it hurts, it's you're just yeah. normal. Don't think that it is just gonna be water off a duck's back because you'd be inhuman if if it didn't sting you a little bit. Yeah, and we did kind of touch on this in the last episode. It does hurt even when it's approached in the nicest of ways because we are very protective of our writing, and you know we are very proud of it, and we've worked hard for it. We've crafted on it for like weeks or months sometimes, and for somebody to turn around and give us something that is potentially negative is is a it's a bit of a blow to the gut really no matter how they approach it definitely and i think it's also if it has been unsolicited unasked for it can also be a little bit unexpected and also because it comes from it might come from a source you're not used to sort of talking to openly and so it sort of hits even deeper yeah definitely uh, yeah, because like we talked about in the last episode, when it's, you know, your friends, somebody you trust, if you've given it to them to beta or whatever, it can be a little bit easier to deal with because you trust them and that and you've asked for it. Um, and I think that's a really good point to make, like we made in the last episode, but from a writer's point of view, when you receive it, if you haven't asked for it, then there is nothing stopping you from ignoring it. 100%. If you don't want to... To receive that criticism then just don't like i know it's easier said than done but just delete the ask ignore the message ignore the comment or whatever you don't have to address it if you don't want to yeah i think exactly that like if you didn't ask for it you're welcome to ignore it and the problem is though is that that's quite a lot easier said than done sometimes because if it's come your way sometimes you'll be like right well i don't want to I didn't ask for it. I just wanted to put my pick up. I'm not trying to be the next, you know, Pulitzer Prize winning author. But once somebody sort of put it in your sphere, it can be quite hard, even if you want to ignore it, to actually ignore it. <laughs> yeah. But I think the, the, the first point when you receive something like this is that you should just really take a moment because your knee-jerk reaction to something negative could be to blow up in their face or to just rant at them or to you know, be really hurt by it. And you have every right to be hurt by it and to be upset by it. That's fine. But I think just taking a moment to let it sink in, let that hurt settle a little bit 
and then go back to it. Maybe try and look at it objectively, try and look at it from a different point of view, try and read it in a different tone of voice to see if, you know, maybe they weren't being as abrupt or as rude as you originally thought that they were being before you actually respond, if you decide to respond. Yeah, I think that also, yeah, exactly that, because you might want to sort of respond quite defensively. If you do do that, then the next day when you look at it, you might be like, ah, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't really have done that because... It sort of kind of undermines your position, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Like, because if somebody goes, oh, I didn't like X, Y, Z, and you're like, well, what do you think? Like, And you kind of come at it with that energy. It sort of firstly opens up a weird dialogue, but also like, you don't need to do that. If it's just their opinion and a day's grace, you're just going to be like, this is just somebody who has a different take on whatever. And actually, I'm just not even going to sort of deign it with a response. Like, I'm just, that's fine. Yeah that that might be a more empowered place to come from. Yeah, it can bring out the worst in people. And I think you just need to let the dust settle before you actually publicly respond to it. I've had, you know, asks or negative comments sitting in my inbox for weeks before I've decided to reply to them. And, you know, sometimes I think I'm ready to do it and respond and then I'll get to it and I go to type it out and I just get angry again and I'm like no I need I obviously need to take another moment and step back again and it's it's fine to take as long as you need to deal with it and you know if you feel like you do need to deal with it like maybe you have deleted several of them and it's the same ask like recently I had to deal with yet another person asking me why do you write dark stories and the amount I can't even begin to tell you the amount of times I've deleted asks exactly like that Mm -hmm. because I'll, I'll answer them and then I say this is the last time I'm talking about it like I don't I shouldn't have to keep justifying myself I'm not talking about it again and then literally a week later I'll get another one <laughs> and and I'm like I've literally just told you I'm not answering it again you know so sometimes you do get kind of just the same questions over and over again and you might just get to a point where you, you think I've deleted 10 of these I'm gonna answer this one just to like once and for all end it or whatever so it might be that you do decide to to deal with it by responding to it publicly but that's a call you can you can absolutely make so I think that's the thing as well of taking that time you can be like actually not as a knee jerk do I want to respond to it or do I not and then think about what you want as as somebody you know who's putting stuff up publicly what you actually want to say it might be that actually you just need to speak to a close friend on like you know away from public eyes and just be like rant or something yeah the amount of times that I've screenshotted an ask or a message and I've sent it to a friend and just said oh I've received this I just need to get it off my chest and I usually like respond to the ask in my message to my friend in the way that I want to respond to it yeah and that just gets it out of my system yeah but I think it is worth pointing out very early on in this episode that when we put something are, you know in the public we are opening ourselves up to receiving this kind of stuff and if this is something that you really 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 cannot handle then you need to be closing your ass box or at least taking off the anon feature because a lot of people use the anon feature for negative feedback and whatnot closing your messages to anybody that doesn't already follow you just try and protect yourself as much as possible but just know that you are always going to be open to receiving this kind of thing when you put yourself out there. It's a sucky fact, but it is a fact of 
unfortunately what we do i think there's actually like statistics about it but like the minute you're in the public eye you will get x amount of negative stuff but also i think it's like and if you're a woman you might get more and if you're you know it's slightly different on tumblr because to a certain degree we're all a bit anonymous but you are you are opening yourself up i think there is something about knowing who you are as a person and if it's going to deeply deeply wound you when people come at you in a slightly ad- adversarial way or condescending manner, it's going to really, really wind you up. There is something in thinking about how to curate your experience and safeguard your well-being. Yeah. Because you aren't under any obligation to listen to any either feedback of a constructive nature or anything else, but you should think about what it is that you are going to need and what, what makes you feel best look after yourself yeah you control your your media consumption but also your like social media experience Uh so you can block anybody you want you can ignore anybody you want and you especially have control over your own blog because you know you're the only person that puts on that blog so if you don't want things like negative feedback asks or if you don't want any kind of drama on your page then you absolutely do not have to have it on your page. Yeah. Uh, you can ignore whatever you want because your page is your page. And, you know, someone else might be more than happy to start drama on theirs or post <laughs> or reblog drama and whatever else. That's up to them. That's their blog. But if you don't want it on yours, then just don't have it on yours. It's as simple as that. Like Cyrus said, you're, you're under no obligation to answer anybody or to take anybody's feedback on board if it doesn't resonate with you. I think sometimes as well, like, it feels really, really personal when somebody says stuff, and that can be really, really hurtful. But also sometimes, and this is just a really sad fact about the world, but especially the online world, there is something can also, it might be personal, but it might also be that there are just a lot of people who aren't like you. Like if you have a sort of way of being in the world and you're like, oh, but like I'd never say that to somebody or why would anyone do that? Like other people might not have your standards of decency. Some people are not great. And some people are not polite and some people are just not very nice people and they might engage you for whatever reason that's about them or they might engage you because you've done something that's sort of wound them up the wrong way. Again, you're under no obligation and they are they are out there and if it actually safeguards you, don't engage. Yeah. Just don't. And actually this reminds me of um, this morning I went on Facebook. I never go on Facebook, but I went on Facebook and someone had shared this like really inspirational like quote. And I actually sent it to Sarah first thing and I was like, this is so apt. And I, I think I'm just going to read it out loud because I think this fits in really well to this episode. So this is by someone called Sylvester McNutt. And I think that's the third because there's three lines after their name. So I think that means the third. So Sylvester McNutt, the third. And it says, Dear self, don't allow anyone to trigger you. Let it go. Walk away. You'll be proud of yourself later. The next time you feel yourself being triggered emotionally, tell yourself that you will allow the emotion to pass before you will react or speak. Tell yourself that you are aligned with peace and wellness and that fighting and arguing no longer soothes your soul. This does not mean that you will not speak up and be assertive. No. Instead, it means that you will be mindful of what you let bother you and even more aware of how you handle each situation. Yeah. And I just think that's so apt for this kind of thing. Like, you are in control of how you react to things. Yeah. You know, and yeah, okay, your knee-jerk reaction can be more subconscious than it is conscious, but just take a moment to let that happen and then deal with it 
in a way that you want to deal with it and not in a kind of going in like guns blazing thing because you you might just regret it later on so really just take the moment yeah that's not even saying you have to sort of you know be really spiritual and and turn the other cheek and and not deal with it like it's more just being like if you want to say stuff and you want to do stuff that's great but do it when you're sure you want to and it's not that literal knee jerk that comes more from a place of how dare this person say this to me it was so me like there's a different energy to it and and yeah, 100% look after yourself if it means that you need to just step away. Just step away. Yeah. And I, you know, and I've had some really nice comments from people about the way that I've dealt with hate in the past. And, you know, I've had some people reach out to me and say, you know, I really respect the fact that even though that that Anon was really rude to you, you were still really respectful to them. And, you know, people appreciate that. And, you know, it is hurtful. But at the end of the day, I just try and think of it as everybody is going through their own stuff. Sometimes they decide to take it out on you. That's on them, that's not on you. And I just try and treat everybody with respect and kindness at at all times, even when they hurt me, you know, because you just don't know what people are going through. Yeah. You know, that they're not telling you about. And, And I don't want to be the reason that somebody ends up feeling even worse about themselves. So you just have to treat everybody with kindness and respect and just know that, their issues aren't your problem at the end of the day and it sounds selfish but it's true you know you can't make everyone else's problems your problems yeah and some people respond in a very strange way like some people's criticism like it might be couched as uh, constructive criticism or whatever but actually they just didn't like that you did something with a character they care about or that they felt like you were in the content of your story like dismissive of a ship that they really care about or whatever and you sort of triggered them and they're coming at you because they're you know, upset about, and it's like this whole whirling dervish of stuff that actually is is all about them, and you're perfectly within your rights to go, yeah, I just don't want to engage in that at all. Yeah, definitely. So when you do receive either constructive or just criticism, something that you want to consider if you are going to respond to them, there's kind of questions, I guess, and one of the questions is, do they have a valid point? So, you know, is it is it just something that's unsolicited that, you know, they don't, you don't need to know? Or is it something that actually, when you read it back, you think, yeah, okay, I understand where they're coming from. A good example of this is, I've talked about it before, but it's one of probably the biggest kind of criticisms I've ever received in my writing, where somebody wrote to me and said that I wrote too British for an American show. At the time, when I first received it, I was really hurt by it. And I was just thinking, like, how dare they? I'm a British writer. I can write how I want. Like, If they don't want to read my British writing, then they can read an American writer. But when I stepped back and took that time to let the hurt settle down and think about it, I actually thought, well, you know what? No, they are right. I am writing an American show. And Dean wouldn't call it the boot. He would call it the trunk. And those kind of things can really throw people out of a story and make it seem a little less authentic. So so that was something that actually they did have a valid point for and I was willing to take it on board and use it to to grow as a writer. Yeah, I think that that is something definitely to consider because I got some unsolicited uh, constructive criticism and at first I was quite, I was a bit hurt by it but I think mainly because I hadn't really asked for it and somebody sort of slid into my messages and I was a bit like, oh, okay, um didn't ask but all right you've got stuff to say and I did what we said before I took took a moment and then I thought about it and I was like okay they weren't horrible 
it was unsolicited, but they, they weren't horrible and they think they're helping. But also what they said, I mean, it was kind of fair. They pointed out a few things about sort of how I wrote. And it was mainly like a style thing. They were like, oh, when you write like this, I think this. And they weren't wrong, but also I sort of was like, yeah, okay, I see your point, but I'm doing this because I, I want to write it like this. But their point was valid and it did stay with me to the point where I always consider that when I write now and I'm like, oh, actually, am I doing this thing too much or would somebody... Fa-? And it probably does make me a bit more aware of things. I probably was actually constructive in a way. So even though I sort of took some of it on board and took some of it less on board, they did have a valid point and it did probably make me a better writer. So it probably was quite constructive, even though it wasn't asked for. And my initial thing was, what are you doing coming into my messages with this chat? But sometimes it is a valid point. And sometimes I think that cushions the blow because afterwards you're like, oh, maybe I do do this thing too much or, oh yeah, like I, I should be maybe a bit more mindful of that later. And that kind of, once you've calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I've baited for you before and you, I think you actually asked me for help with smut-orientated something or other. And I remember giving you some constructive criticism because you had specifically asked me mm. my opinion on the, on the smut side of things. I remember it was dirty talk specific, I think. I was like, hmm, does this work? Yeah. <laughs> well, you actually, you actually came to me and you said like, I'm not sure about the dirty talking. I don't know if I'm getting it right or whatever. And I was like, I'm more than happy to look it over and give you feedback. And so it was it was in a situation where you were expecting me to probably give you some form of constru- constructive criticism mm-hmm. because that's what you would, you'd sent me the, the fic for. And I remember just saying, maybe just try and break it up a little bit with, you know, a bit more like descriptors rather than just having like a whole paragraph of dialogue you know just little things like that but I mean that was just my opinion because I like I personally that's how I would write it and that's how I feel it reads better for me but you know you didn't have to take that on board it's completely up to you but that's actually really interesting because the thing is with that like obviously because that was a specific I think it was a chunk of, of of stuff I sent you being like this is what I'm not sure is working on blah 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 but actually whether you take the thing on board or not Firstly, because I asked. Secondly, because I respect your opinion. But also, because that's something somebody said, like, if you take that on board or you don't take that on board, knowing that there is somebody who has, like, thinks that, even if it just means that next time you write something, you consider it, you don't have to change. You don't have to not do the thing you want to do, but you could be like... It's a mindful decision. Yeah, it's a a conscious decision. You're not just doing it because it's what you do. You're like, no, 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 I want to write this. I think that is literally really constructive, and I think that is why considering is this actually valid is 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 helpful yeah as well as like what kind of criticism is it like we we touched on before so I won't go into it too much but yeah like literally there's a difference between somebody giving you a really helpful thing about like put a keep reading here or like oh in America we don't do this again you can take it on board you don't have to take it on board but if it's the kind of criticism that's just really nitpicky and actually you're a bit like "Mm, all right I put the comma in the wrong place whatever Again, you can just be like, this person's got a bee in the bonnet. I'm just going to move on with my life. Yeah. And something that you just addressed that is actually probably an important question to ask yourself is, is the person giving you advice someone that you respect Mm. and someone that you actually want to take advice from? If it's just some random person you've never heard of that, you know, might not even write or whatever, then 
do you want to be taking advice from them? Maybe you do, you know, but that's your personal yeah, choice. Definitely. Um, you don't have to. Um, and then, you know. I think it's really a big deal. Yeah. Do you respect the person? They might have said something with a tone of like, I know what I'm talking about. But do you know that they do? Are they like qualified in any way? Because some people do just like to like wade in and feel a bit important and superior. And you don't have to be the person that like helps them achieve that yeah unless somebody's like is an absolute expert in something and even then you can be like that's great but that's not what's happening in my fit you don't have to listen to everybody some people you should not listen to it's your fic it's your expression of, of fandom and creativity and ultimately it's your call and even if you are in invert commas like doing it wrong which you might be you might not be it's still absolutely your call. Yeah. And like, none of us are curing cancer. We're just, we're writing fic and it's important. It's brilliant. And actually some people might be curing cancer because I don't know what people do in the day. But ultimately, if you're enjoying what you're doing and how you're doing it, fine, think about whether it's valid. Fine, think about whether you want to take it on But just don't let anyone steal that from you and don't let anyone nip your confidence in the bird or take, you know, the joy that you get out of it away from you because it's, it's a really wonderful thing to have that. Yeah. And you can be open to making it better but you don't have to be open to everybody and how they want you to make it in inverted commas better yeah exactly you you need to write for yourself at the end of the day because you're the person you have to deal with the most you know you're the person like that has to write it you're the person that has to go through and make sure it's okay you're the person that has to post it you have to be happy with it and if you end up with something that isn't what you originally wanted because you're writing it in a certain way because there's a non told you to then you're going to lose your passion for it really quick. And that's a real sure way of, you know, making sure that you just give up and never actually write again. Yeah. And you can't please people all the time. So if you try, then another Anon might be like, oh no, this other thing. And you'll drive yourself mad trying to write for committee when actually people might like your work because it's your work. It's your voice. You don't have to, you know, take on board everybody else's stuff. And if you write for yourself and if you write what you want to write because that's what you're passionate about it shows in your writing oh yeah and also you will definitely gather an audience that also appreciates that type of thing so whether that be like you know the type of genre you write for like yeah okay smut might be more popular than fluff but if you don't like writing smut and you want to only write fluff that's fine, only write fluff, and you will gather the kind of audience and the type of readers that enjoy reading fluff. Yeah. And you don't get paid for it. You don't get paid for it. You're, like, actually doing it for the joy of it. Then make sure you enjoy it. Yeah. If you actually are up for, you know, honing your craft and getting better as a writer, then, yeah, maybe ask for anything constructive. But, again, take it with a pinch of salt and know that, ultimately, you can do with it what you want. It's it's up to you. Yeah. And I think a lot of writing problems, especially within the kind of community sector, if you like, all boils down to writing for yourself and doing what makes you happy. And if you're struggling with picking different ideas or whatever, and you want to write one thing, but everyone else wants you to write another whatever, who cares? You're writing what you want to write and you need to really focus on what makes you happy and what makes you comfortable. Because like I said, if you don't, you're very quickly going to lose the the spark and the passion for it. And then you're just going to end up giving up on writing altogether. And that would be a real shame. Yeah, especially if you're doing it because somebody waded in with an opinion that just hit you at a weak, like a, not a weak point, but a sensitive spot. Yeah. 
and it's personal it's deeply deeply personal when you write you know even if you don't realize it it is mm. because it's it's come everything has come from your brain and that's just i think that's amazing that people can just sit down and write a story that's completely come from their own brain mm. like and then just put it onto paper like it's an incredible thing to do and you know sometimes what you got to consider is people who send you criticism or hate or whatever don't have that skill they don't write they might just be readers and so they don't understand the amount of hard work yeah they might have a different perspective as a reader they might have like a really interesting and valid perspective but it doesn't have to be yours yeah exactly exactly and then like this all kind of does fit in with the when you receive hate as well like obviously hate is a whole new ballpark of it's not even constructive criticism and it's not even criticism yeah it's just downright nasty bullying basically it's not a difference of opinion it's not advice it's not a discussion it's not a disagreement it is just actually out and out hateful yeah attack and it's it's a very it is a different thing it might feel the same in some ways because you know you'll be upset but they are they are different and if you get hate that is the worst but i mean in terms of hate for the most part i would give the same advice you want to step back don't answer it straight away take a moment maybe you know if you have to talk to a friend or talk to somebody or focus on yourself what is going to make you feel better remember that they are hurting in some way because if they weren't then they wouldn't attack you they've obviously got some sort of problem which again is not your problem and just know that they've really got to be a special kind of person to send hate and you just don't need to give them that kind of energy and i think that's what they want Mm. at the end of the day they want attention they want energy and i love nothing more than receiving hate and ignoring it or just deleting it straight away and imagining that person that sent me the hate like constantly going into my blog and like refreshing my page and checking and like wanting to see if I've replied and like scrolling through all my stuff to see if I've replied to them asking and they can't find it and it's like oh no I didn't give you your attention I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah a non-hate is like in, in my opinion and I would say most people would struggle to make a counter opinion and on hate that's not constructive in any way it's like the lowest of low and it's so cowardly and it's bullying and I don't actually know how people who do it don't burn with shame like that you're an awful person end of but forget them because they're the worst literally yeah. lowest of the low worst if you've received the hate let's talk about like actually the person who's received it like it's gonna feel like an attack you're gonna hurt I totally agree with you like I mean it would be amazing to have the kind of thick skin where it didn't bother you but I don't think anybody does so you're gonna be upset it is going to bother you to a certain degree no matter what yeah Uh, depending on how sensitive you are i guess i think the only time it wouldn't necessarily bother you is if you've received so much of it that it just becomes a joke oh no (laughs) but i think even then deep down (laughs) i hate the idea that somebody's got so much hate that they've just like desensitize themselves oh god but you know deep down it still hurts yeah it does like you know you, you know you can receive as much of it as, as you want and pretend that everything's fine yeah. and maybe on the surface it is but it does still it does still hit and there's no shame in admitting that even if you know that the people who do it are they're bullies so they are just trying to make themselves feel better by putting you down um, some people are just awful and really like low blow like go for i don't know like looks or or saying really hurtful mean things and and even if you know you're like i oh, don't respect these people's opinions they're just arseholes like even if you know that it still 
it's still gonna hurt and I would agree with you like my take on it is 100% for exactly the same reasons as you these people pathetic as they are crave attention don't give it to them Uh, largely because screw you you don't get to just get attention for that and I love the idea as well of people going through someone's blog being like but what did they say nothing because you don't deserve it but I will also say forget them what's going to make you feel better like do that I would counsel like it is good maybe to just step away and take a break and like think about it so you don't come from a defensive place but if you need to take a break from being online for a bit do it if you need to speak to your friends and get some support and remember that this one person being an arse to you is they are just a horrible person and actually there are loads of people who who know you and see you and love you like if you need to do that do it if you do want to address it you can do that too make a rebuttal or let other people weigh in like whatever you don't owe these people anything except you know basic respect because you're a better person than they are because you've, you've essentially been a- a- attacked to a certain degree like do what look after yourself yeah definitely and just know that you are better than them and rise above it don't let them bring you down to their level like you are a better person by walking away mm. and you will feel better for it walking away i think like nine times out of ten like ignoring it or deleting it or whatever you win yeah by doing that and and it is empowering to know that they will get to you but not letting them see that they get to you is is really empowering yeah and if you do want to say stuff back like you absolutely can. But again, like, do it do it for you, not yes. because you feel like you've got to defend yourself. If you want to say, well, actually, this. You don't have to prove anything. Exactly what you said before, B. Like, if you need to turn off, like, your anons for a bit to protect your peace, like, protect your peace. It is worth more than anything because you just don't need to lower yourself to these people and they're really, really low level. Like, I don't know how they sleep at night. I really don't. And there is something in being able to be, like, Ugh, this is the worst and unfollow or block or whatever and then go about your day like talk to your mate have something nice to eat and just be like yeah this is a this is a rubbish thing that happened they're awful it's gonna hurt me but I'm gonna do what I need to do to make myself all right you 100% should do that and also make sure it actually is hate because sometimes it's just spirited debate that's got a little bit out of hand and it's veered into something right but if it is actually that's a different thing. You can deal with that by either ignoring it or writing back respectfully. If it is hate, like, who are these people? Like, you don't need to You don't need to bother with them. And I think nine times out of ten, it will be jealousy. They'll be sending you hate because you do something better than them or because you have more notes on your stories than they do or because they think that you're probably a better person than them. Even if they don't realise it consciously, subconsciously, it's a jealousy thing. It, it almost always is. Yeah. And you can see that from it's always the bigger blogs that get more hate than others and it's because they are more popular and because they're more well liked by people so they get just a load of hate from people who maybe have smaller blogs or you know don't even have the confidence at all to post their stories well also because they're more visible they're like a bit of a flame for the most of people who are just a bit like that. Oh yeah, exactly. They want that attention. Then sending a hate message to someone who's got 20,000 followers, they're going to be getting attention from almost 20,000 people and there's no doubt that that person's going to respond and then all of their fans are going to reblog it and 
you know, support them and this, that, the other. That's exactly what they want. They want that attention and they, they crave that interaction to know that they've riled people it's up. It's really pathetic. It is really pathetic. I think, you know, one of our knee-jerk reactions to receiving hate as a, as a whole is, you know, how can somebody do that? Because mm. most of us have the common decency. We can't even, like comprehend how somebody could send something like that Definitely. and it's because we are decent human beings so we're never going to understand the people who are able to do this kind of thing because we don't have that brain we don't have that lack of empathy or we're not hurting as much as they are and you know actually you can kind of find comfort in the fact that you are not only are you a better person than them but you are obviously hurting way less than they are to never feel like you have to be in a position to do something like that. So kind of pity them, really. And if you pity them, then it, it belittles them to the point where they don't feel like a threat anymore. Yeah, and also, like like we've both said, like, obviously you're going to be hurt, but all the stuff that you just said, yeah, it hurts. But also, it kind of devalues whatever they say, because it's usually really base stuff. It's usually, like, mean, childish, bullying stuff. It's never usually coming from a place of, you know, integrity. And actually, when you do step back, let yourself be hurt, but you could also be like, ah, uh, is this person's opinion really? Like, does it hold any water? Is there any credence in it? You could still be hurt by it, of course you would be, because you're human, but they're just awful people and they don't know what they're talking about and it's probably not true and it's still going to hurt, but there is something in at least knowing that. It is easier said than done, but just try your best to not let them kill your spark and your joy for something, because, like, what a horrible thing to do to someone to kill... Their, their spark for you know their passion for something like this do do try as hard as you can to remember that these are just assholes on the internet who are saying stuff to try and hurt you it's not an adequate or accurate weighing up of who you are it, it really isn't yeah i think to be honest that's really all we can say on this entire subject mm -hmm. so yeah let's just wrap up this episode that's it today for dealing with constructive criticism criticism and hate i really hope that you never really have to deal with this but unfortunately you probably will at some point hopefully these tips and you know this conversation has has helped you in some way don't forget to follow us on our tumblr blog which is writing is hard podcast there you can find other episodes that we've done you can send us in questions or any types of topics that you want us to discuss we maybe do episodes on them if you have any tips and tricks for upcoming episodes you can send them in there if you want to get involved either as a guest host or a guest speaker we've got a form that you can fill in to sign up to do so basically all the good stuff is on our tumblr but that is it for today's episode so speak to you again next time yeah take care be about the love not the hate and uh, enjoy your Tumblr experience. Yes, 100%. Okay. See ya. Bye.